Okay. Yeah, mate. Uh, I've got Scotty Porter in today. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. What's <laughs> How's your day been? Yeah, not too bad. Pretty good. Just pretty had a few clients this morning, trained myself, and um, here I am now. Having nice. a chat to you. Have you had breakfast? I haven't, actually, because I had uh, two pizzas last night, so I trained yeah. fasted. Yeah. So it was your cheat meal yesterday, last it night? was a cheat meal last night, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. a good cheat meal. Did legs this morning, and it was bloody... Oh, tasted... Bloody a bit of chicken from it last night and brought it up a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nothing like Brookie, though. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we're going to... I'm just going to dig deep with a few different things today and um, let people know, just uh, like your little story, your little background. Um, yep. What's, what's your what's your little... Uh, so what? Let, tell us a bit about you. So, so you started... Well, from a young age, so your background, yep. I want to hear your personal journey from when you're younger. And So you've, you've come from... Uh, playing elite sport and making yeah. it professionally in NRL and rugby league and playing yeah. at a high quality level yeah. and then you've transferred from a team sport mm. into a individual, individual sport yeah. uh, in bodybuilding and you've fucking like pretty yeah. much accomplished great stuff with that so let's, yeah. let, let us know like how you yeah how so that. obviously I've grown up here in the Shire all my life I've been a local sort of kid here playing uh, local league for Cronulla Carrying Bus since I was seven mm. um, and then sort of Played all the way up until uh, up in the juniors for the Sharks ranks for the like, Matthews Carper, Shea Ball, Jersey Flag, um, Premier League. Yeah. Um, also, also went to Endeavour Sports High for football as well. Represent. Go Endeavour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, pretty much. I uh, was probably about 22, 23. Yeah. Um, I was sort of. Didn't know whether if I still wanted to play. Yeah. It was at that age where if you haven't made it by then, you're never really sort of going to yeah. make it through first grade. And so. you played for a few clubs. Yeah, I think you went to yes. Queensland. And yeah, sorry, I did too. Played up in Queensland. Yeah, so when I was about, I was at the Sharks, still in Jersey Flag, and then I got signed with the Roosters. Yeah. For a year, um, played Jersey Flag in a bit of uh, Premier League there. Yeah. And man. then um, sort of didn't really have. Um, a club to go to yeah. sort of thing and then I got um, speaking to a few people up in the Queensland comp and then oh, yeah. played up in the Queensland Cup when I was about 22 yeah. um, and then Sharks gave me another opportunity to come back and I played with them for yeah. a year what position were you playing? I was playing in the half still half 5-8 yeah. just sort of um, where you met in the, uh, just your niche where you just locked it yeah, enjoyed pretty it. much. Enjoyed, it, enjoyed it most. Yeah, enjoyed my yeah favorite position. We're in the house, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I didn't have to tackle much. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat on the wing in defence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, I came back and then tried to give it one more crack. Yeah. And then sort of was on the cusp of like training a bit of full time and um, pretty much staying in Premier League. And then um, my, the all my mates. Um, my best mate Robbo and all my other good mates planned a trip to go to South America yeah for three months yeah yeah man so I, I paid for flights booked everything oh yeah um, and then two weeks later I get a, a phone call from Alex Melville who was the Premier League coach at the time saying um, look mate I want you to come back give it another shot Ricky Stewart said if you if you play well and um, the time's right and you're doing enough to make it then you'll get your shot yeah man and I said look I've already booked a trip to go away with it's my mates it's like, like I've got to 
fork out. I forked out about five grand worth of flights. Can yeah. you guys give me at least a little bit of cash? Yeah. And he said, all right, let me get back to you. And I went, okay, sweet. So he came back to me and said, look, we've got your $10,000 sign-on fee plus match payments. Yeah. And like back yeah, then, it's, it's not a great deal at the time to be training, sort of working and then training every yeah. day. But I thought, you know what? I've done this my whole life. I'm going to give it one more crack. Yeah, man, 100%. And so I had to cancel all my flights. Robbo and the boys were, oh, Robbo was a bit more filthy because he had a missus at the time and hadn't even told her and just booked it. <laughs> and I made him yeah, book it, so oh, I backed out. And now he's got to go. So yeah, they went away and then I was playing through the year and then I think it was Brett Seymour had a bit of trouble and... Yeah. through off-field off dramas and wasn't playing that well and then yeah. eventually got my chance in 2009 in round 11 I yeah, played nah. debut against Parramatta um, and we I remember yeah, that yeah. actually I remember because that Sharks were going we lost a, we left, yeah they were losing 11 in a row and then I and sort of came and in and we won about 5 or 6 in a row how good so it was sort of good. It looked good for me. The Tickets, nah. just, <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It was just good timing for myself, obviously, and it Very sort good, of yeah. um, paid off. But and then yeah, played till two thousand and first grade to two thousand and eleven, and then went over to France for nearly two years. Oh yeah, how was that? Yeah, really good. Really yeah. good experience. Um, didn't learn a word of French because I'm freaking dumb as dog shit. So endeavour forever. Yeah, exactly. That's endeavour for you. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, stayed over there for two years. Had a really good time. Travelled. Yeah. yeah. Robbo and my mate Wolfie came over. Really yeah. Good life experience. Yeah, it was because I never really thought I'd ever get to travel like Europe and get mm. the chance to do it. But then ended up having the chance and had two of my best mates come that's over empty. and travel with me for about five or six weeks and then. Yeah. I've come home and now, yeah, and then I had nothing to do. I was sort of lost. I didn't have football anymore and I relied mm. on that pretty much my whole life. Yeah, yeah. And then sort of fell in a bit of a hole. I had nothing to really train for. I had no goals or anything. And then yeah. that's where I took up sort of training in terms of bodybuilding. And yeah. um, a few friends sort of said, oh, you should try the men's physique sort of bodybuilding stuff. And I said, oh, yeah, give it a go. Yeah. Did my first show, won the Australian Championships and then... Hey, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. So the last sort of four or five five years, I've been doing that pretty full time. Yeah. And had some good results. Won the Australian Championships three years in a row and um, uh, competed overseas yeah, in, um, over in Columbus, Ohio and came equal six. So that was a pretty good achievement. Oh, that's uh, a great achievement. Yeah. So then I travelled over there with um, the Australian team, which was good. Yeah. What was it like the transition from mm. like um, the te- a team sport to bodybuilding? Is it different? Yeah, like it, heaps different? It, is, like? it is very different because a lot of the football stuff's a team sort of work, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's but with bodybuilding, it's such a um, a selfish sport. Mm. So what I mean by selfish means is it's just it's just you've. Uh, and mm. no one else mm. so obviously you've got to put in the hard work every time you train everything you put in your discipline. mouth you've got to yeah. be disciplined sacrifice um, you've got to have you got to be so dedicated to if you want to do really well and there's yeah. nothing more satisfying than getting through a prep a prep for a show and knowing that you've done it all yourself I find it more rewarding than um, any team sport that I've done yeah, cool. I find that's it that's pretty cool like, and it's definitely yeah. the hardest thing one of the hardest things I've ever gone through I remember I'll just touch on it quickly went through a prep for the amateur Olympia up on the Gold Coast yeah 
I was prepping for it, did a depletion for 10 days and I remember going to work on the tools. I was just fish and asparagus, six meals a day. I was just absolutely stuffed. Yeah. I remember going to work for two, three days in a row. I cried every single day. I had tears coming out of my eyes. It was just one of those mental battles that you just had to try and get through and Mm. it's mentally it's mentally tough it is massively more physically more than physically tough it teaches yourself a lot it does it does so it's taught me a lot and it's made me a stronger person for it that's awesome yeah now I'm just enjoying myself Um, I've had a major leg operation yeah um how was that? Like, what did you? How did you do that? And so that's how, just, you, how have you been able to get over that? Oh, are you still going? Through yeah, it so I'm still going through it a little, obviously now. Yeah. But I mean, it was from it's footy and just with the wear and tear from all mm. the training. And do you miss footy? Uh, I, 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 I miss, I miss the aspects of being known for playing football. Like, yeah. know, it might sound a little bit. No, no, um, that's cool. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, I can't think of it, but that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Sort of miss being in that environment of of, of it all, but yeah. I definitely not miss getting run over by a hundred twenty yeah. kilo big bloody dudes running waking over me all the time. Sore. Yeah, exactly. Waking yeah. up, can't move. But yeah, yeah but I miss different aspects of it than others. Mates and um, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, change yeah. Room. Change room, mucking yeah, around, 100%. joking. Yeah, I miss that part of things, but yeah. yeah. So who was your biggest inspiration like growing up and, you know, to be mm. the person you are today and like, you know, I think that you've got good mm. character. Like I, like I look up to you when you're training here and that and your personality. So yeah. where, where does that come from? Like who do you, who do you, who do you look up to most? Or who Mate, did you to tell you to the most? truth, all my training through football and diet and everything was yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, I've only just gotten really good and... Uh, dedicated with everything ever since I changed over to the bodybuilding sort of type thing but my biggest inspiration and people who I looked up to and wanted to sort of impress the most were probably my mum and my dad definitely yeah um especially my old man me and him are best mates we work together every day yeah he's helped me through everything I've I talked to him about everything um, obviously my mum as well but obviously I, I lost her in 2009 yeah so it's sort of I do it for her as well because she always wanted to see me succeed as well 100% yeah uh, especially in rugby league she passed away halfway through your my footy career at the start so I was sort of really really happy and glad that she saw me play first grade because she was one of my biggest fans. number one fan yeah she was she used to come home after a game going why didn't you do this why didn't you throw a dummy and go yourself yeah, there like this awesome. to me trying to show me and stuff yeah. like it was good but I, I definitely miss having her around and not yeah and having that there but yeah um you know, like i said i'm just glad that she she got to she, see she got to see me play and she'd be super proud of yeah you. exactly yeah. so those definitely my mum and my dad are my two biggest inspirations for sure yeah that's by awesome. far far out yeah. that's cool yeah it is yeah. it's good um so that's been a good drive for you for now mm-hmm. as well like mm-hmm. i see that drive of you just to achieve you know the best you can like within um your misses as well like you you working hard like to yeah. get your own place and stuff like that it's really cool yeah it's a it's it's motivating for people around you know yeah it is yeah um, so what else i wanted i wanted to see so do you have any like life regrets or anything like that is or that's a bit of a heavy question it I'm is like, it is it is life regrets I, uh, yeah life regrets uh, it's to like, yeah i'm just trying to think 
That's a good question. <laughs> oh, there's probably a few, but off the, off the top of my head, mm. life regrets. Yeah, probably in terms of when I was playing rugby league, I wish I knew what I knew now. Totally. That's good. So that's a, good answer. That's, that's a massive regret in terms of like what I know now in terms of training, nutrition, and training, and training, recovery. Yeah. Mate, I, I thought once I made it, you're there forever and you didn't yeah. have to do all the other stuff. And, yeah. and that is my biggest regret. Yeah. If I knew what I knew now, things could have been different. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But that's a regret I've got for not knowing. 100%. So, yeah, totally. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for that. Yeah. But um, look, th- these things happen. Yeah. Things move on. Things have a reason. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, that's probably one of my number one regrets. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what drives you to keep going? So, yeah, like, okay, driving me to keep going probably just to keep bettering myself each week. Just yeah. because you're in sort of the sport and what I do, you're your own worst critic in terms of um, trying to better yourself every time. Mm. Um, Try and better myself, try and better myself in terms of work and training to provide for myself and my partner, yeah, Kira. Yeah. Um, uh, as we just bought, I bought my second place as of about three months ago, so now I'm just trying to get that drive and better myself at work, trying to uh, drive it into my head that I need to be um, better each day to support myself and and yeah. my two places that I've got at the moment to really yeah. get ahead in life. That's awesome. Um, so, That's really cool. Yeah. How was, um, so when you, you said your injury, your knee injury, how was your, yep. like your, your mental headspace when you, you had that injury? Yes, it's, um, it's definitely one of the toughest things I've probably been through. Yeah. Because you, um, you said it was from a rugby league injury. So this mm, is not from like bodybuilding and no, training now. No, this no, is no. like uh, years after. Years after. Yeah. So. How's your headspace yeah, been? So mentally, with that? yeah, because I we don't want to talk about my headspace. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, my mine's just as bad as yours. Don't worry. <laughs> we keep battling as well. Yeah, back and forth. <laughs> a game of tennis. Um, yeah, so obviously with the lead, I knew I had to get it done, and then I sort of tried to mentally prepare myself for it, mm. knowing that I wasn't going to be able to do things for a while or too much so but a few things went wrong with the operation and I had a hematoma and then they had to send me back in for another surgery so that was another bit of a setback I was in um, hospital in a bed for 15 days Um, I was only supposed to be there for four days so it got it was was a lot worse than what it was and I lost about nine kilos of, of weight as well from the surgery and yeah. Um, yeah. obviously all my hard work. I, I couldn't train for about four or five weeks. My nutrition was really bad. Sitting yeah. in hospital, eating shit food. Yeah. And just builds up. It just builds up. You effect. lose your muscle for not training for so long and then I just <clears> got out and I was... So, not that I was big, but I was a lot skinnier. I lost so much weight. And just looking at myself, I was just like... Like yeah. all my hard work's just gone out the window. Yeah, and um, it's it's been nearly nine months today. Oh, nine months last week. Sorry. Yeah. And since my leg surgery, and I've actually got a before and after photo that I'm going to put up over the next couple of days, where 
I came out of the hospital yeah. and I've got a photo of yep. my upper body and like lower, lower body, body and compared to what it was then and to what it is now. I can't wait to see it. And I'm going to put it up and it just shows the things. Yeah. <laughs> Steggles. Um, yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> all right. But it just shows like the hard work and the dedication you put in. It takes time. It's baby steps. But um, if you can really put in the work and, and that was the hardest thing, trying to get my head around, fuck, I'm never going to get back to the way I was. Mm. I'm never going to get back to where I want to be. But I'm, I'm not where I want to be now, but I'm a, a hell of a lot closer to where I want to be than where I was before. 100%. So really it's, um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a tough um, mentally. Yeah. But, so do you have any advice for those like going through tough times with like an injury or like a mm-hmm. loss or, um, you know, anything going through transitions of sports yeah. and like just like any advice for anyone yeah. going through tough times? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've actually got a, a friend of mine who oh, um, who just lost their, their mum as well. Yeah. Um, and he sort of didn't know how to deal with it. And I, I, I just went off my own bat and just sort of said, oh, look, I've, I've gone through what you've gone through. Um, please come and talk to me. Um, the best thing is to stay busy, stay around friends, talk, don't hold it in because I know when you hold it in, when I, I held it in for the for the first couple of years yeah. and there was a lot of issues with how it all happened and um, I held it in and it, and, it, and it really used to make me angry. I used to, like me and my ex-missus, we broke up because of, because I just, I pushed her away. Yeah. Um, I, I nearly pushed my old man away. There yeah. was a lot, a lot of things where, um, yeah, you can sort of get unstuck. So in mm. terms of advice, I definitely recommend going and seeing someone and talking to someone about it. That's totally. what I did for about six months and then six months off and then another six months. So I've been in and out of process, yeah. processing of trying to get it off my chest and speaking to someone about it. Yeah, uh, It's been yeah, a tough five years because after I lost my mum, six months later, I lost my sister as well. Oh, so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of these things where yeah. shit happens at the end of the day and there's not much you can do about it and things happen for a reason, what they are at that time, I don't know. But, yeah, um, yeah I've definitely gone through some tough times, but I've come out at the end pretty pretty good yeah, considering what I've yeah, had to go through in terms of conditions of how it all happened and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely if you can talk to people, stay busy. Be around friends all the time. Don't just sit by yourself and feel sorry for yourself because it's not going to change anything. I did that and it's the worst thing you can do. So definitely be around. If you've got other loved ones around you, don't push them away because it it happens so easy and you don't don't recognise that you're doing it, but it does. You are. Um, So just, yeah, talk it out. Don't hold it in and and stay um, busy. Yeah, that's, cool. that's my sort of. And you're advice. around me every day. So yeah, exactly. So I love you, it. You take my mind off it all yeah. every day, so it's good. <laughs> so it's good to have someone like you in this environment. I'm, I'm always yeah. here, man. It's always good to have someone so bubbly and upbeat yeah. all the time. It is. It is. Oh, I, I, might, I might come in. I love you. I come in with a big cuddles. I might come, come, in, come, in, come in to train and seem I'm fucking the angriest man in the world sometimes, but no, I, can I do. I enjoy. Yeah, you've got a little bit of happiness behind these eyes. Yeah, you do. I love you. Um... Uh, so actually, and then after that, yep. so I want to, what turns you on? What turns me on? <laughs> nah, so nah, it, yeah, good set of buns turns me on. Yeah. Nice. It doesn't have to be sexual, man. Oh, sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. 
No, so and also just real quick before we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, what what would be like your daily food? So yep. what, what would be your daily food? All right, so in like terms of my day of food, yeah, so good eating for you, good eating for me in the morning. So I'll, I'll just quickly run through my timetable if you want. Yeah, I'll no, go. let's do that. So obviously, I train at weird hours of the morning, um, like I train at four a.m. in the morning, but I get up and eat before. Uh, so I'll have some eggs and oats beforehand, probably about two hours before. So I get up at two o'clock in the morning, get up, eat, go back to bed, get up and train at four. And then I'll train some clients and then I'll probably eat again at about eight. You're doing a lot, eh? I love it. Yeah, eight o'clock. And then I'll have my uh, post-workout meal after my uh, training session, which will be, say, some uh, chicken breast, some brown rice, some uh, veggies and some peanut butter all over my veggies because, mate, it's unreal. Love your peanut butter. Yeah, that's it. And then I'll go and work um, during the day with my old man doing fencing. And then lunchtime, about 12 o'clock, I'll have another meal. I'll have some steak, sweet potato, veggies, peanut butter, avocado. Yeah. Um, and then I'll work until about 2, 3 o'clock, come to here at Reborn, do the strength yeah. classes, have some um, clients, and then I'll have a protein shake in between. Yeah. And then that would be at about 4, 5 o'clock. Yeah. And then when I get home, about 6, 30, 7, 8 o'clock, depending on who I'm training and whatnot, yeah. I'll have another uh, meal. So it'll be either fish, it'll be barramundi yeah. uh, with some uh, white potatoes, uh, veggies, and some avocado. Awesome. And then, and then it just repeats all yeah. over again, Perfect. the same thing every day. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's my daily yeah. intake of food pretty cool. much until, yeah. So well, that's mad. So yeah. if anyone out there is looking for a master trainer, <laughs> He's an elite yeah. athlete, elite trainer, the sexiest bricklayer. Fence up. Fence up. Fence up. I couldn't lay bricks. And, and nutritionist, he knows yeah. his shit. So if you guys want to connect with Ports, you can find yeah. him on Facebook. And can we find you on like an Instagram? Yeah, yeah at uh, Scotty Ports it is. Perfect. Yeah. Now, um, thanks for talking. No, I'm sure we'll right. do it again. Yeah, no, really thanks, thanks for uh, Spencer. I appreciate it. It's good. Awesome. Good chat. Love you. Cheers, mate. <laughs>